0: Welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today and I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from easy yoga all things yoga well-being and relationships and today i have a very special guest with me her name is dr lisa turner and lisa is the founder of the cet freedom which is a spiritual and consciousness awakening organization specializing in training professional coaches and practitioners in her signature process conscious emotional transformation she has developed a psycho-spiritual methodology for releasing pain emotions and trauma after being trafficked and kept in a house prison and kept as a house prisoner for five years in her teens by a paedophile so wow that's a bit of an <laughs> my word! welcome thank you for being here
1: thank you for inviting me it's my pleasure
0: that's right so uh, yeah kind of how did you get into this in the first place obviously from your trauma
1: yeah yeah and I mean it's uh, that, that your response to uh hearing about my story is is very very common that um you know it's that wow mm. and uh it is shocking because you know when when I talk to people I often find you know do I give them that when people say you know because I have a bit of an Australian accent because I kept my I was I was trafficked from Australia to here um no, to no, the no, UK and they're like <laughs> <laughs> people often say um like oh you're from Australia how did you end up here and then it's always like oh do I give them the sanitized version that's like the socially acceptable just for studies you know or do I say yeah I was trafficked and it's like oh so (laughs) depends how I'm feeling yeah yeah depends on the group I'm in
0: yeah but then also people will be like whoa I didn't expect that to come out your mouth
1: (laughs) yeah and also I mean we do need to be aware that my story triggers other people and And uh, so one of the reasons I still talk about my story, because it actually doesn't impact me on a daily basis. Um, It it really doesn't. And that's one of the things that often surprises people. I had, uh, after I first escaped, I had lots of really strange um, uh, sort of, well because one of the things about being trafficked is and being kept as a house prisoner is you you lose all of the the normal ways of being with someone Mm -hmm. and and with people so you just so I just I didn't have the normal socialization so when I escaped which was in my um I actually escaped two weeks before my 20th birthday wow and and uh, just for those of you who are interested in my first book I loved a paedophile that explains all about how I got trafficked, the stages of grooming, how it happens. And this is currently being turned into a, well, it's in debate whether we're going to go screen, whether we're going to go movie or series on, on a streamer, but oh, wow. so I loved it. So that's, I love a paedophile available on Amazon. Um, and that also explains how I escaped so um so that's kind of that's where where you can get the answers to those for I, I know from experience for often very burning questions so yeah. when I escaped I found that I had all kinds of like social anxiety uh massive depression and uh I was just like I was just and I was just not okay but the really interesting thing or the kind of uh, bizarre thing is and this is often quite common for people who've been in these severe situations is you don't realize how not okay you are Um, and you don't necessarily realize that there is a spectrum of okayness that is that is even beyond just just getting through today and I remember in my early 20s probably um, right through to my even sort of mid 30s when I was doing a lot of the the attempting to recover and recovery process. That there were still days when it's I've just got to get through today, and I know that some people may may um, um, you know may have uh, had similar experiences to that, and maybe even in that experience. So the first thing I want to tell you is that there is hope. It, yes. you, it it can get better, and it can get better way way easier than than you think. So. In my journey to recover, I just tried everything, and I would started with the regular psychotherapy, psychiatry, um, seeing a psychologist. You know the classic, in, classic Freudian stuff. Uh, you know, sitting lying on the couch and telling him about my mother, and which clearly wasn't the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, um, and uh, so so all of that um, that piece and uh and you know i found that there was some benefit to some of it but a lot of it was it was really really expensive it's incredibly exclusive mainstream therapy is you got to go you know three times a week 120 quid an hour i don't know many people who have that kind of resource to invest so it's a i mean in fact freud said it was a cure for the rich so that's that's how he pitched it so um that's that was his talking cure So then I started and I can't I think I went on like um, just like a, a meditation retreat or something like that. And and it was somebody there who introduced me to shamanic studies. So I started to meditate. I started to study um, shamanic practices. Then I got into more and more of the Eastern uh, mystery traditions, and then some of the Western mystery traditions, which is what you might call a, think of as sort of the paganism and kind of almost witchcraft, although that's got a really negative connotation. But it was just essentially variations on energy work. And what I found was because my 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 training, like my my kind of initial first mainstream training is I'm an engineer. So the reason I, I have doctor in the title is I have a Ph.D. in aeroacoustics, which is noisy fans to you and me. <laughs> Hard sums about noisy fans. <laughs> so um,
0: Completely different to I, what you're doing now, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I did, it, it still served me
1: because what I did was I used that. OK, so the thing about engineers is we're not hung up on the theory that and this was really so like we don't care like how magnets work. In fact, we don't even necessarily believe they do work because you can't see it. How do you know? It's like Ooh, it's a bit black magic. So but we look at what works. So it's kind of empirical. It's like you do this, you get this. And so I did that exact same very methodical scientific approach to my healing. But from an engineering perspective, which was I'm going to try this. That's the result. And then what I found was I looked at what was working, what didn't work. And then I found this way of combining some of the psychological principles and that maybe things like NLP, timeline therapy, the regular kind of coaching that would be considered mainstream and not too woo woo, including some rock solid, you know, psychology. And, um, And then some of the esoteric energy practices from a, well, all I know is I don't, I don't. You know, like we can get into all the theory of Reiki symbols and 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 symbolic energy and higher consciousness and supercon and all that. We could do that, but all I know is, and I and and I have done some of the theoretical to, to research to back it up. But here's what I know is, when you do this, you get this, and the trauma is gone. And the thing about set conscious emotional transformation is, it clears trauma in a matter of hours that other modalities might take years to do.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And what is the difference between set and other modalities?
1: Yeah, so it's really the approach of this combination of psychological and spiritual modalities. So. We um, we work on the base, so SET works on the basis that there's, that so I'm gonna give you kind of the premise and then the structure of it. That's the easiest way I can, can explain it. So SET works on the idea that there's only one emotion, which we could call love or energy or chi or prana or whatever. And the idea is that each of us are infinite energy beings with the potential to experience infinite energy and that the that what we experience as a negative emotion from the past is actually resistance to this energy or resistance to love so a good way of understanding this is when you feel angry that anger is the feeling you feel when somebody does something that is unloving or that they deny something that you believe you you deserve and, and should be receiving. So that's anger. So that's a class, you know, someone, um, uh, I don't know, cuts in line, you know, in the queue, outrageous in Britain. <laughs> and like, that's an unloving act. They shouldn't do that. That's an unloving act. Um, uh, sadness is the feeling we feel when we feel we when we've lost something we love, or when we're losing love. Fear is the feeling we feel when we are afraid we will lose love. Hurt very interesting. Hurt is when we try and share our love and it's rejected and bounced back. So it's like I'm trying to flow love to you and it's being bounced back. So the feeling is hurt and rejection. Um also happens when uh you're not included in things. So it's like you want to feel loved, want to be invited to the party, not invite, you know, not invited to the party. That's that's again, that's hurt. Um, guilt, women, mothers will know this. Guilt is the feeling you feel when you believe or it, it, like you have this construct that this idea that you haven't loved enough. And of course, if you've got kids, like you just want to flow infinite love to them. And something happens, like life happens. And it just means it's not possible to do that thing that your child wants, wants or, you know, desires in that moment. And you have to say no, you know, or <laughs> just that's how life is. And so the, that feeling is, Uh, of that feeling of guilt is of love not flowing to somebody else so so that so we work on the premise that there's no such thing as an as a truly negative emotion there's just resistance to love then we have this idea that in your nervous system there should be an infinite number of connections where love should flow freely all through your body that's my arms are waving around like that that's (laughs) not flowing. (laughs) i'm a a very animated speaker (laughs) so so the idea is this is how set works is that if imagine there's some kind of block and it might be that there's a congestion or block in your nervous system or it might be that the channel is broken so love tries to flow can't flow so what happens is it builds up on one side and gets depleted on the other and what you feel your nervous system is designed to feel difference that's why you know when there's a sound that suddenly you know when that like the I don't know like the hum of a fan suddenly yeah. turns off and you go what what, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't notice it for days and then suddenly it's like what's going on <laughs> because you notice the difference so your nervous system your neurology will notice the difference and so when you have a block which is caused by trauma which I'll come on to in a moment if you like um, so what you experience is this difference now The two modalities work. So the spiritual energetic healing works like this. What it does is you go and get your energy healing and there's numerous types. And what they do is they go, ah, imbalance. Ah, great. Now you're balanced. So it fills up the side where there was depletion. Now you're in balance. You feel great. But the resistance is still there. So over time builds up gets depleted again and that's why typically with those modalities you have to go back and they'll often say oh you'll probably need a top up every yeah. month six months week depending on depending on the level of trauma so they absolutely work and they have a limited kind of a limited um, like time scale to them then there's the other modalities which are kind of the analytical psychotherapeutic ones and what they do is they go ah oh, let us analyze this resistance now, sometimes what it does is it does cause you to find, like it, it enables you in that analysis to find some work around. And, and then what happens is every time love tries to flow, it goes, trying to go this way. Oh, can't go this way. So I'll go, and then I'll get there. What that means is you have to have lots of coping strategies, lots of management techniques, and, and lots of kind of saying your affirmations because that's trying to go round, bypassing the block. What SET does is, Got your imbalance, got your resistance. First thing it does is remove the resistance. It repairs and restores the breaks in the nervous system. Then what it does is it floods the nervous system with this high level of energy so that the problem is gone for good. And it doesn't come back.
0: That's amazing.
1: And we're still in our process of data gathering uh, and uh, we, what we do is we ask everyone who we, we um, guide through our set process to rate their level of what, what we just call it emotional charge. It's just subjective on, a, on zero to 10. So before the release and after the release. So before the process, after the process, and what we're finding is there's between 80 and nine, sorry, 82 and 96% reduction in charge
0: wow Mm -hmm. and that's
1: that's based on people just experiencing it
0: yeah that's incredible now we are going to go to a short break see you the other side welcome to Inside Timer, the number one free app for sleep, anxiety and stress with more than 100,000 guided meditations led by the best teachers from Great Britain and around the world. I am a teacher on this platform and it is amazing for sleep, anxiety, everything really. So come on over and check it out. It's a free app and it has over 20 million meditators on there. I have over 25 meditations for you to choose from as well as the Goddess Academy of Light course. You will learn so much on this course, and you have made the right decision to be here and be part of this amazing self taught academy journey this is a self-taught 14-day course that you can take at your own pace everything if it is getting too much for you you are struggling with your relationships you're struggling with life this is one course that you need in your life you will learn how to meditate and journal so you have a clearer headspace to come at your relationship you will learn how to use eft tapping method you to feel completely stress-free you will use breath work you will know how to sleep better have self-care and nutrition you will learn yoga techniques movement exercise for you to be able to move through challenging times within your relationship and for you to be able to survive whatever it is that life and your relationship throws at you you will also learn how to communicate with your partner better and there are so many more different techniques and tools for you to have the best relationship with your partner and yourself so come on over onto the insight timer meditation app it is free to download just search it wherever you download your apps from and I will see you there and what is a trigger like you mentioned before earlier when you're talking to normal people and you're you don't know how to yeah what you're gonna say that might trigger them what is a trigger and, and how can we stop that triggering us or our feelings towards what someone's talking about?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, so a trigger is essentially when you have a block in your nervous system somewhere in your neurology. So there's trauma. And, and what happens is, uh, uh, you attempt to direct information or love or energy through that pathway And every time you do that, which is which happens whenever you have an experience. So you have an experience that um, is either reminds you of this past event or it's just basically it's the, the same pathway. It will feel like it's a memory often. It's like, oh, this is like this is a bit like that other experience that was really horrible. And then all of that resistance that's already there just suddenly gets gets lit up in your nervous system. Now, here's the thing. The problem is always there whether or not it's triggered and it's a bit like i often say it's a bit like having a really untidy room i point over there because i have a storeroom that we painted and all the furniture's in the middle and the stuff's in boxes and i while the door is closed and the light is off i'm not triggered by that I can, i'm not aware of it i can i can ignore it but as soon as i try and walk through that <laughs> it's like whoa i've got some work to do here <laughs> So essentially, a trigger. So you are triggered when you experience an event in the present, or you or you um, have a a memory from the past, which as you think about it now in the present, you feel the emotion. So either you choosing to remember that event or you experiencing a similar event will cause you to feel the emotion. Now this is different to remembering that it was painful remembering that it was unpleasant it's i feel you know like the classic example is actually a phobia which is a which is just a an extreme um uh sort of situation of or example of a trigger it's like there was some event in the past that your nervous system said this is going to kill me stay away from this and that's what a phobia (laughs) <laughs> right or wrongly you know like like phobia of slugs for ages like slugs are not life-threatening they're just
0: not they're just not nice in my kitchen <laughs> that's true <Yeah. laughs> and when we have released this trigger or this trauma and we're thinking about positive things how can positive things be dangerous
1: oh well it's not so much that positive things can be dangerous but I think positive thinking as in, I think they're, they're just attempting to use positive thinking. And there's lots of studies and research to back this up. Um, there's this whole notion of toxic positivity at the moment, um, and which like, I've been really aware of. Um, and and it's, it's kind of good that it's becoming, more and more people are becoming aware of it. The, the problem with uh, just trying to stay positive is it doesn't cure or release or solve the trauma. and in fact what happens is you can get so first of all it can actually be used as quite an abusive um, uh, scenario and this is that we see this in a lot of the kind of kind of influencer spiritual communities where it's like oh the reason your life is terrible is because you're not positive enough And, and it's like, and, you know, that's the equivalent of like punching someone till they smile, you know, like that verbally, you know, positive enough, if you're not positive, feel really bad about not being, and it's like, honestly, it drives me nuts. And, and the danger of it is, is what happens is people just dissociate. It creates a dissociation. And it's like, they have a problem that they need to solve. They've got a block in their, in their neurology. But they have bypassed it so much, and it's even called, often called spiritual bypassing. This they've bypassed it so much that just going to think happy thoughts and it'll all go away. And the thing is, it doesn't go away. Yeah. It's still there. It still drives your actions, drives your emotions, and then you just suppress it, suppress it, suppress it, and th- and then and and, and and then what happens is that makes my job harder and my practitioner's jobs harder because it's actually. And we do have workarounds we not workarounds we do have solutions and processes to re-access the trauma but you can't release trauma that you're in denial of yeah so so that's one of the dangers is and I think one of the dangers just generally when it's out there in the mainstream is that I think I think people give themselves a hard time but they also give each other a hard time and and often not intentionally and I'll, I'll give an example of this so I'm in a, a Facebook group of these lovely supportive women And somebody was really upset because they'd been body shamed. And I I can't remember this scenario, but someone said um, something about that. They were fat and they felt really, really bad about that. And loads and loads of people posted, just love yourself and don't listen to them. Believe you're beautiful. And it's a bit like, well, I'm pretty sure she's already tried that yeah (laughs) like that's a bit like you know when you're like you know if your car is broken down you know or your petrol tank is empty you know just believe in the infinite abundance of petrol in your tank and it's like I don't know about you but like I'm an engineer I am reckon we're gonna have to go down to the pumping station there (laughs) i reckon the garage is calling <laughs> and it's like if your car is broken no amount of affirmations is going to get it going yeah. you're going to need a process to repair it and i think the danger is then people go "It's something wrong." With me. <laughs> so whatever they still have this problem so uh so yeah and advantage. i think
0: they do that that is like the myths around healing, because, yeah, you just be like, oh, yeah, a lot of coaches that I know as well will just do that. And you're like, no, that's not right. And that's where people are getting stuck, isn't it? You're, you're just stuck. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. If I could give coaches one bit of advice, it is stop telling your clients, think positive and say their affirmations. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. Stop it right now.
0: <laughs> and how does set work? As in like, yep, you explained it, but it, it's not, I don't know, is it, is it the answer to everything or are there limitations and drawbacks to it? And do people um, come back to you? Because obviously they would do anyway, as, as like a, they would want more from you.
1: Yeah. So, so, um, so scent essentially works by finding where there's trauma and trauma. The definition of trauma is anywhere that your nerve, your neurology is maladapted. So it, it's not that you had, it's not actually the event because it might be one significant, big, nasty event, but more common, especially in women is long-term drip, drip, drip changes yeah. in the nervous system because your neurology is plastic. So the plasticity of the neurology means that you can end up having a maladapted nervous system which causes you to shrink. So that's the definition of of trauma. What SET does is it finds it and then we we repair and restore all the uh, broken connections in the nervous system. Then we flood it with this energy and then we actually create new um, connections. So we create expansion. And then we flood that with, uh, with even more energy so that you end up, um, it's as if it never happened. Whereas many healing modalities, it's like, oh, I was broken and then I was fixed. And it's like, actually, it's as if it never happened. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially how um, the, the, the basis to set. Um, it is not a cure for everything. So first of all, it cannot release what you're not conscious of. So you do need to bring it into your awareness, and that's you know when I uh, um, kind of alluded to before. It's like if you spent a lifetime positive thinking. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I always say. It's like doing your height exercises to try and be taller. It's like I'm working on it. It's yeah. five foot four. My height. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so 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 you can't release what you're not conscious of. You have to be. Uh, You have to be able to bring it into consciousness. And so that's hence the consciousness in the name. And one of the things that typically happens with set is, and I almost think it needs to come with a warning because it's like the first cycle. And this is why we typically do two rounds of clearing as a bare minimum, as a bare minimum suggestion. Um, The first round, what happens is you clear everything that you're conscious of and then your unconscious mind goes, Oh, i got a whole lot of stuff down here. You might want to look at this. <laughs> and so bring other things into consciousness. So, um, so so, that's what we do in the second round. Uh, so the other thing, so it so can only release what, what you're conscious of. And the other thing it can't do is uh, you need to be willing to let go of it. And the other thing is um, if you're in an ongoing situation where you need to make some changes in your life, you can't actually release the negative emotions around that and that's a really good thing, because if you're in an abusive relationship, you don't want to feel, I just feel fine about being punched on a daily basis. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, that would be stupid, right? That's <laughs> not going to work. work. <laughs> it's like, well, it, I, I really hope not. <laughs> a lot of spiritual people and a lot of this spiritual kind of gurus out there, which is, you know, just think positive and flow love and it'll all be fine. It's like, no, maybe you just need to leave. <laughs> like maybe, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe just move out. And and the thing is, I've worked with a lot of um, women in domestic violence situations and I know it's really not as simple as just move out. I will just put that little caveat. Yeah, so you can't release what's an ongoing situation. If the purpose of that, that experience of a negative emotion isn't actually trauma, it's the resistance to love you're feeling in the moment, which is entirely appropriate. There's been this kind of fear of negative emotions like ever. And it's like, no, negative emotions are there to tell you don't do that yeah it's like physical pain tells you know if you burn yourself it's say well don't touch that until it's healed or you've broken your arm don't don't move that until it's healed that's why it hurts and emotional pain is there to say you know don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> uh, maybe maybe change maybe you're not living in alignment with your life's purpose maybe you're not expressing the beautiful you know the the most unique oneness of you maybe you're trying to be something you're not that's why it's uncomfortable and then I also have this layer of uh, spiritual pain spiritual pain is the feeling we feel when we when we when we believe or feel we are disconnected from source from our own higher self our own higher consciousness and we experience that as uh, it, it often feels very like emotional pain but it is actually spiritual pain. So yeah. Kind of cool. went off in a little, <laughs> another direction there.
0: I love that. And um I'm just looking on your website, you've got an emotional resilience scorecard. Um what's that about? Can you yeah tell us about that actually?
1: Yeah so the idea is that um that like that the what makes us successful in life in relationships in our work in our in, in you know in our parenting is not that we never have that like bad things never happen that we never experience a challenge that is a completely unreal like i think we're designed to experience challenges and overcome them and change them the whole point of a challenge is like okay let's do something different so emotional resilience is our ability to bounce back from setbacks and so what this scorecard does is it um observes and uh monitors um it basically measures how well you are at how good you are at bouncing back from setbacks and so it scores that in terms of um, basically high medium and low and even if you're high there are often still challenges that you might experience from that.
0: Wow that's amazing I love that and to sum up two takeaway points from today's conversation now I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Oh you didn't warn me of this okay
1: so two sorry yeah so no 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 so the the first one is whatever trauma you have you can heal you can absolutely heal not only can you heal it is it can be completely gone and the second takeaway which I think is probably um, this might be a little bit more challenging is allow yourself to feel whatever it is you feel don't try and push away any emotion and and be in that witness of okay I'm feeling angry without like, oh, why am I feeling angry? What do I need to do about it? It's just like, okay, I'm just feeling angry. It's like, just observe, like just think of it as data gathering, just gather the data of what the emotions are and note, because even doing that can change, it can absolutely, even that will have some healing effect. It won't be complete, but even that can have some uh, resolution effect because sometimes just allowing yourself to feel that we go, okay, there we are. That's what I'm feeling.
0: Oh, amazing thank you and where can we find you what's your website or your social media channels yeah so uh if you look up
1: set freedom so my main my main website is setfreedom.com and that's c-e-t freedom.com that's uh that's probably the the easiest place all my socials are linked at the bottom there but i'm on uh, also if you look up dr dr lisa turner i'm on I'm there on tiktok um set freedom on facebook and linkedin but if you just have a little search there I can drop you the links later if you want to put them in your in your show yeah. notes
0: yeah 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 we'll do oh thank share. you so much it's been amazing to have you on to share your story and and what you do now it's incredible
1: oh thank you it's been my pleasure
0: that's right thank you oh so as always I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode I will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so thank you thank you thank you so much and i will see you very soon